So a few words on Andrew Luck's retirement. As you guys know, this was probably one of the most surprising retirements in uh, probably sports history. Um, considering uh, how damaged he was on um, hindsight, it's not a massive surprise, but still pretty unexpected. But I think people are really, really overrating this thing. Because there were a lot more bizarre incidents than this one. It's just a surprise retirement. And coming from a franchise quarterback and an MVP candidate. The surprises um, surrounding you know, just that those facts. But other than that, I mean, it is what it is. And the team moves on. The team moves on to Jacoby Brissett. And before I uh, discuss uh, Jacoby, uh, just a few words on Andrew. Andrew... Uh, Great guy and a uh, smart guy. He has a degree in architectural uh, design, architectural engineering, uh, I think. And uh, he's just a very smart guy. And uh, he's going to fall back on his money and, and on his knowledge and his smarts. And he's got a young family. So this dude set and the Colts decided not to recoup the money. So... Andrew Lux walking away with like 20 plus million dollars plus all the money he's earned so far and he's going to live the life that he wants and basically uh, he's uh, he just didn't want to go through uh, the process again of uh, rehabbing and recovering and also having to compete for his you know spots even though he's uh basically the guy but still um losing a few games this year having to rehab hard and who knows how long he's out for and then coming back rehabbing and then by that time who knows Jacoby Brissett you actually have to compete with that guy for the job and all those things so he just decided to walk away and um it is what it is and of course uh, some fans booed him and uh i think they made a huge deal out of it honestly i mean obviously uh, there are fans who will boo uh, and i wouldn't personally boo that decision or boo a quarterback or a player who's uh, contributed so much for the city but understand there are some uh, folks who are drunk and understand there are dumbasses in uh society and that's just what it is and the combination of that will result in some booze it's not like the entire city of indianapolis booed him or anything like that it's just a nice uh alley-oop story or a layup for those who want to virtue signal and say oh how dare these people blah 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 um honestly i mean come on it is what it is right and um andrew's retirement's what it is Andrew's just an awesome player and uh, seems like a really nice dude and uh, everybody seems to like this guy. Also a great competitor and a great quarterback. One of the highest rated uh, prospects to ever come out uh, out of college to play quarterback. Uh, just an amazing generational player and you saw what he's capable of uh, throughout his career and also very specifically last year coming back from a shoulder throwing shoulder serious injury and surgery doing what he did this guy's an amazing amazing quarterback and the Colts will miss him and um, one more thing about uh, 
Andrew and related news. So it's pretty interesting that um, you know the uh, the players who uh, he was drafted with. Um, pretty interesting that that draft. Um, let me uh, read off uh, a list real quick. Um, just a second. Uh, it's obviously the year uh, when uh, Andrew got drafted uh, first overall by the Colts when the Colts decided to uh, move on from uh, Peyton and RG3 and Ryan Tannehill and Brandon Whedon. So RG3 obviously injury situations and also refusing to uh, kind of change his game to mold into the Shanahan offense contributed to his downfall. But he's backing up. Um, Lamar in Baltimore so he's still around and uh, I think injuries and just not finding a common ground with the coach was kind of uh, his downfall also uh, not being in the best organization at the time Andrew Luck situation purely injury and some unique circumstances Brandon Whedon um, was he really a first round pick very debatable and also Brock Osweiler was drafted, and he was drafted in the second round. Uh, Osweiler made some uh, good money in this league. He earned a big contract from Houston. Uh, didn't work out, and he uh, just wasn't in a very uh, pro-friendly system in college. He had a lot of physical attributes, but um, and he was given a lot of chances, and he just couldn't. Get it done to be a starting quarterback in this league. Uh, currently, uh, is he a backup somewhere? I think he's a backup somewhere. And then the uh, big-time uh, quarterbacks who had a lot of success in this league, besides Andrew Luck, who just retired. Uh, Russell Wilson, he won the Super Bowl, and he has a $140 million contract currently. Also, one of the best overall quarterbacks in the league period. And a large part of his success comes from the fact that the organization, the Seattle Seahawks, they recognized this talent. And they had a quarterback who uh, they acquired. And they let this guy who was drafted in the third to uh, win the job. And they trusted him. They, they wrote him. They dis- um, changed the system around to kind of fit his game so credit to uh pete carroll and the seahawks coaching staff to recognize that also russell played for a pro type offense in college as well as playing a college type offense he played for both nc state and wisconsin so he had a lot of the tools to be successful he was undersized so at the time being undersized was a big deal i think the kyler murray drafts um, is the major indicator that people are now not really caring about height as much, as well as going back to last year, Baker Mayfield. So people are putting more premium on things besides height nowadays. So Russell Wilson being short definitely contributed to him not being in the first round. At the time, there were reports saying that you know if he were an inch taller he would have been in the first round things like that so that was the situation also in the third round nick Foles was drafted nick Foles was drafted by andy reed successful largely because of um his mental resilience and also 
the fact that he got hooked up with Andy Reid and uh, being able to play with such high quality offensive coaches, Doug Peterson, Frank Reich, and uh, and other coaches who uh, were very uh, significant in his development and also um, in the fourth round Kirk Cousins was drafted that year Kirk Cousins he definitely fit the Shanahan mold and he just overtook RG3 and because of his steady production he earned himself a great a multi-million dollar fully guaranteed contract from the Vikings and now he is one of the uh, clear-cut starters in the league so very deep draft very good players and actually I skipped over one guy and that's Ryan Tannehill he was uh, a top 10 pick I believe in the first round Tannehill uh, coming from a very uh, pro-friendly offense in college and having good success in Miami earned himself a contract and then injuries also contributed to his downfall and also not being in a great organization. And you see that trend, right? You see what I'm getting at. Andrew Luck not being very well protected and not necessarily uh, being in the best organization possible at the time, even though Jim Irsay and the Colts, I think they're a great organization, but the Andrew Luck early years not the best situation um, just availability of talent was a major issue I don't think there were just drama and um, upheaval as much as like the Redskins and the RG3 situation but uh, in Andrew Luck's situation a lot of coaching turnovers happened um, ups and downs but uh, it wasn't as bad as the Redskins for example and uh, also, I think the major contributing factor is um, the protection and uh, just the poor level of uh, player acquisitions and uh, protecting your quarterback. But at the same time, it's not entirely uh, um, the uh, other players and, and the GM's fault. Um, stuff happens, you know, you get hit, you get hurt. Uh, this is a violent game. This is not a contact sport this is a collision sport and luck dealt with a lot of major injuries and uh, sometimes um, early in his career I think he took too many chances he got hit more than any other quarterbacks and uh, I'm recalling that Shanahan conversation and uh, the Shanahan the dad Mike Shanahan Shanahan was talking about how Often, Andrew Luck was getting hit, so he didn't want that to happen to RG3, and he wanted RG3 to slide, and uh, he wanted him to escape the pocket, and he thought uh, RG3 wasn't doing some things and things like that, and to his defense, a lot of these points are valid, but at the same time, um, the organization and Shanahan made a terrible choice in letting RG3 play in a playoff game on a very bad knee, which effectively uh, started the end of RG3's great promise. 
but um, that's another story. And uh, now let's talk about the replacement Jacoby Brissett. Um, Jacoby was retained by the Patriots as a third string quarterback when they had both Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett behind Tom Brady. And they traded Jacoby uh, for for Dorsett, I believe. And um, Brissett, he played a couple of games. In, uh, in one game, he looked extremely good but in uh against buffalo i believe i think the rex ryan's buffalo he didn't look very good but i mean it was uh his first year and then when uh when he after he was traded and when colt um when the colts didn't have andrew luck available he played a lot of games and also he struggled and he showed a lot of brilliance uh, in spots so what do I think about Jacoby uh, his big attributes definitely arm uh, he can throw the ball very deep he has a very strong arm and he's very mobile he can uh, run and escape the pocket and he can throw on the run he can throw very deep on the run great wheels and he can extend plays therefore that means uh, that's a major advantage. Think of Russell Wilson. Think of Patrick Mahomes. That kind of play extension ability can damage defenses trying to hold off uh, in coverage. But the downfalls or some negatives, things he uh, probably needs to improve on, maybe he is improving on, he likes to hold on to the ball. He holds on to the ball until the play is completely developed and then he throws with a strong arm to find his receivers sometimes that's not the best way to play the quarterback position and uh, sometimes you have to throw the ball early sometimes you have to anticipate more and he's not the best at that uh, as far as just direct velocity point a to b uh, throwing the ball deep he's got all that um, anticipation quick release and soft touch passes i think these are uh, his weaknesses and i think the frank reich offense is going to require rpos some short passing and uh moving the ball quickly in short passing game uh, ball control with passing those things i think uh will help because it's in embedded in the offense and Frank Reich is uh, going to be expecting that. So he's doing a lot of reps on that. And the intangibles, everybody is high on this guy's character and uh, leadership ability. And now he is a clear-cut starter. He has a full chance to become a solid um, long-time starter in the league. Um, my gut feel is that he's going to be a good starter. And uh, I think the Colts will win some games. But I think they will fall short of winning the division. I think the Jaguars will win the division. But I think uh, Jacoby is going to surprise and he's going to do well. But I think he's just not at the level of luck. Uh, and because of that, they will not win sufficient amount of games. And he will struggle at times. And I think it'll take some time for him to not be... Uh, um, 
not escaping the pocket too soon and holding on to the ball for too long those things those things will hurt him this year i think he will still keep improving and if he doesn't get hurt if he protects himself gets rid of the ball in time and things like that uh, he will be a great player and uh he's got the chance you know he's got his chance now so that's my take on the andrew luck situation and jacoby Brissett. so let's end this um we'll talk about some other topics Next time, I'm out.